Welcome to the Prog Talks by the Prog Space. Welcome to the Prog Talks, an interview series by the Prog Space where we will be talking to musicians in all corners of the progressive music scene. Welcome back to the Prog Talks, everyone. Once again with me, Uncle Prog, and today I'm very happy I have with me one of the true veterans, I would say, of US progressive metal. This is Jason Tipton. So nice to have you on, Jason. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Thank you for having me and talking about a, a dying planet, man. Excited oh, yeah. to do it. I'm very eager to talk about the dying planet because... I've had the chance to listen to the album now for a little while, and I'm really enjoying it. And of course, you have started to have a little bit of feedback. You know, the album isn't fully out until the 17th of September, right? But right. you've had a couple of singles out, and I also seem to see some reviews starting to pop up. How, are, how has the reception been to, the, to what you have released yeah. so far? Yeah, so far, yeah, no, it's been real positive. So I'm real pleased about that. And I just love the material. It was a definitely a labor of love. And every song is, I mean, I'm very pleased with. It's not like any filler at all. So, and uh, the guys in the group are great. Uh, having Marco on drums, Brian on bass, and Paul on vocals. Yeah. And these guys really did an outstanding job. So, yeah, it's... Uh, we're all very, very pleased and excited to get the release out there. I can imagine. You you know, I, 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 it's not like I had planned that question, but since you brought it up, you know, without filler on the album, as you said, is that something yeah. that sort of becomes, um, as, as you become more experienced, you know, you have so many albums behind you. Are you less and less, you know, tolerant of filler on, <laughs> on your albums? I think, yeah, well, you know, definitely now I, I, I have that because uh, there are some albums that it's like, it could have been like from demo to demo from things from yeah. before using and kind of compiling. And also, you know, that now that I do the recordings myself, it isn't yeah. like we're on, under the gun, like, you know, you might not know the whole outlook of how everything's going to sound and you're just going in and thinking like we got the vibe and things. Yeah. And then you kind of listen to things and say, well, I wish I could have added this or something like that. But you know, you're, you're worried about the recording time and yeah. things, you know, there's a press for time here. At least I can format things the way I like it and yeah. keep formatting it to where it's like, when your ears are pleased, you know what I mean? With that, it could be the littlest things, you know what I mean? I didn't hit the harmonic exactly the way I wanted it, even though no one could probably tell. You're very like, mm, you, you, it, it blows up for you. You know what I mean? You can hear it and everything, and the more it keeps going and you hear it, you're like, yeah, I got to change that. So, yeah, it becomes, uh, you, you do become obsessed with it, yeah. you know? Well, I, yeah. I, I I I hear similar stuff from from many musicians I talk to, and and I, I'm I'm guessing you know now with the the opportunity, like you say, to have your own studio and and all that stuff, 
like you said before you were looking at the clock and seeing your money tick away so <laughs> right. yeah yeah so maybe yeah. you were more <laughs> like likely to say well this is what we got on the budget we got and we we put it on the album and we released the album right, right? yeah Right. And and there's some cool things with that, too. I mean, there is, you know, it's there's a rawness and things that are very cool. So, you know, there there's benefits to both. You know, yeah. I mean, we were doing towers, you know, Avarice for zero hour. And we were going in there and we're like, how is this going to exactly sound? I mean, yeah. we were doing live recordings of like, you know, just just putting two mics out there with an A dot. You know what I mean? And just kind of seeing and we're like, I think it sounds good. So why don't we go and try and record this thing, you know? So here, it doesn't lie to you. No. You know what I mean? You know, so you're hearing it and that's all its brilliance and everything at the beginning because, you know, technology has just come such a long way. And so uh, you have a much better outlook of like how these things are going to come together. Yeah, I'm thinking also like with with uh, an album like the aforementioned Towers of Avarice, which which pushes the boundary in so many directions at once. And then in addition, you know, it it was your second album as uh, Zero Hour, right? So it must have been quite, uh, you know, challenging experience to not only musically be able to perform at that level, but also maybe trying to capture that on, <laughs> oh, on an no. album. I still have I still have nightmares of powers of Avatar. So yes, I mean I, that was just a, we went through a lot to get that album done. Yeah, I mean it was just like I remember we were just going to Santa Rosa to go record, and my car would break down. Then we have to go take the bus back, and then grab my brother's truck and go. I mean there was things that just go <laughs> along with that. Yeah. And you're, it was like I'm at home, I could do it. No, you're driving like almost a couple hours one way going in and trying to get four hours of vocals coming back it was a lot of work man so like you say it's 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 pros and cons but i would guess that that there are a lot of pros about the way you're able to do your recordings Uh, now yeah Yeah. i don't want to go back to the old process (laughs) yeah well (laughs) we mentioned zero hour of course we're going to be returning a bit to that later uh, but you have also released amazing music with uh, synthesis abnormal thought patterns and also your solo albums of course you released two solo albums under your own name um like um a dying planet seems less technically focused and and maybe more melodically focused uh, what would you say is the major difference between uh dying planet and your previous or your other projects and bands well for a dying planet especially for when the skies are gray everything was written you know the lyrics melody lines all the music is it was on me yeah opposed to usually i have like last time i had my brother or somebody you know who was doing the lyrics and everything which is great and i'm quite exhausted by the end of the music you know what i mean you put your heart and soul in all that yeah and then like, oh thank goodness you, you push it off to somebody else and see what they create with it but this particular material I was conscious the whole time. It's like I wanted to make sure that I'm singing to it. I'm enjoying the melody lines I like. And with a great singer like Paul, you yeah. could just the, – the beauty of having Paul in the band, I mean, he captures everything, what you want, and more because he's got such amazing harmonies and a beautiful voice. And he can get that grit too. He could go into character a little bit. And uh, so 
you're utilizing all that and keeping in mind you got a great singer here yeah. who could do all that. And let's make it, you know, lots of harmonies, lots of everything. Fill the space up. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's the perfect guy for it. So, and what I love about Paul is that I send it to him. He sends it back to me. I didn't have to fix anything. What mm. you hear is what he sent me. You know what I mean? So there's a great flow there. You know, I, I haven't had that with anybody else, really. I mean, so that was the great part. And the guys, uh, you know, Marco and and Brian, those guys, amazing rhythm section. I yeah. mean, I really think they brought just such great elements to this particular release. And yeah. then I'm just, you know, just looking forward to what everybody thinks of it. You know, so far it's been very positive and I'm very pleased with the material. Yeah, I have to say, you know, you're talking about Paul, of course, that we're talking about Paul, Adrian Villa Real, which is, of course, right. uh, the vocalist from from uh, Sun Caged, uh, right. where he used to right. be, be the vocalist, as, uh, has a voice that is like instantly reminds me of, you know, like symphonic rock bands like Kansas or Styx right. or stuff like that. And just like yeah. you say, with the with the layering and all that stuff, the you know the har harmonies, the choirs. But you say that the the album is leaning a little bit more to more towards progressive rock this time than you know some of your other projects. You know, you just it wasn't meant to exactly be like that, you know. But um, you keep in mind who are the guys in your group. You know, I mean, when writing this, you know, and he's strong with all that stuff. So I'm like, I know he could replicate what we want because he did that with Troy's lyrics you know, before. And I'm like, well, Paul is going to hammer this all out. And he did. You know what I mean? And then you have like Brian was amazing on the bass, you know, bringing these cool like sort of grooves in the sense of maybe Tesseract or other. You know, he's been getting a lot of great praise and so has Marco. Yeah. Because uh, they're an amazing rhythm section, those guys, and uh, yeah, all the elements were just yeah. You yeah. you when you think about that, and especially with Paul, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's gonna kind of make you understand which direction you need to go, mm. you know, I, because of the, all the strong points he has, and it was beautiful because I wanted to make sure there was lots, of, not one place was feeling uh, empty. You know, there was lots of vocals and things, you know, the more the merrier I felt, you know, yeah. I mean, that's what I wanted. So because some things you want to let breathe and everything, but no, that amazing with the vocals, what, what he did, you know, he really, it, it's very full sounding album. Very yeah. full sounding. I agree. And he brings uh, like a warmth to the table with his vocals, which is, is really, you know, building up on, on the music of the album. It's really, really... It, you, I, I really, really enjoyed listening to it. I have to say, yeah, you know, man. you know, in the in the sense that I wanted to ask you, you know, who's behind the lyrics of the album, but you already told me that this time you you were the guy who had right. to do the lyrics. So, right. so then you are actually the right person to ask about this. Then, so uh, the, when the skies are gray, is there a concept or a theme to the album? <laughs> Obviously, what's going on in the world right now, you know, uh, there's some things, you know, a dying planet, it does stand for, for, you know, what we have to look into the future and see what's yeah. going to be better for, you know, I mean, right now, I mean, here in California, we have the fires going on like crazy, yes. you know what I mean? And it, this has been the new norm for about 
four or five years. Mm-hmm. You know, luckily I'm out of, you know, the danger, but I mean, the air quality is horrible this way because it's just nothing but smoke. And this has been going on and a lot of people don't even know about it, and, which I could understand, you know, and, but the, the problem is they're destroying things by what's going to happen next. Right now, our water levels are at the lowest they've ever been. You know, you have Lake Mead and the Colorado River. I mean, there's just the water level is so low. You know what I mean? It's scary. And now what are they going to do? The first thing they'll do, the government, it was what they'll do is they will tell the farmers, you can't water your crops. And we need our farmers. And of course, how they're going to see it is, well, this is our opportunity to come in and build houses over this area, which is going to take up water as well. You know what I mean? It's just, that's the problem. You know, we have to think about the future and what's good for the, but I mean, we could go on and on about that. I agree. The times are going on right now, but um, like, but like there's also for like hope for tomorrow, you know, needing a positive message, you know, Hey, you know, with this, keep holding on, you know, you have people around you. Happiness is a choice, you know, find that happiness. Uh, the last song being about my brother and his, it's a father's love being a, about him. And he named his son after me, Jason. Oh, and yeah. it's just, you know, so that's my, my song to them, you know? So there's many different things. Also talking about when the skies are great. Unfortunately, we have a terrible homeless problem here. Yeah. And that's where that directs. You know what I mean? But there's homeless problems all over the world. Yes. And we can't there is. Take care of, you know, we can't even take care of our own people. No. So, Again, we could go on to so many debates and so many things that need to be done. Uh, hopefully, it just seems like it's getting worse. You know, I, we have to think about what's going to happen for the future. For yeah. it's, uh, the future. I find that interesting, of course, because it's it's clear that the, the the lyrical content and and you know the whole concept is quite socially conscious. And, you know, it's dealing with reality and real problems. And, and I wanted to say that, of course, that's quite a bit different than a lot of bands, you know, who have more of a a, a different approach, especially when, when you go into metal. But for you guys, it's I feel like it's always been that way. Uh, you know, we talked right. about the Towers of Avarice, you know, just the title of that right. album. Right. Even back to the beginning, it feels like you guys have been focusing on the real world and, uh, you know. Well, if you take the track Embrace, the yeah. long track, what's going on in Afghanistan? Mm. You know what I mean? This is what's good. You know, if you listen to that, there's, you know, people are trying to find freedom. You know, their, you know, their ancestor lands, you know, are no longer you know what I mean? It's been taken. You know what I mean? It's, it's. We touch upon on those subjects. Exactly. You know I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I find it interesting that a band uh, like yours uh, or most of your projects really has has this kind of you know, no matter if you call it like socially conscious or not, but at least it's dealing with reality in a very harsh way sometimes, which is it's. I guess it's a uh, well, just uh, the name of the band. <laughs> for a dying planet yeah. it, it it says right. it all right so right. so yeah you you know um i want to return a little bit to you know we talked about paul and the vocals and um yeah. i want to return to 2018 and facing the incurable 
which was the last right. album from from a dying planet there you had several vocalists participating uh Ludo, luda arno uh eric roswald which of course is well known from also being a zero hour vocalist um and i believe also your brother was uh, doing some vocals on that yeah, album right he did, yeah he, he was it, originally my brother was going to do the whole thing yeah but my brother unfortunately has the injury to his arm which also yeah. he has uh, a really bad with his neck and everything he's got mm. like i they did like he has like what was it like six pinched nerves in his mm. neck and all these terrible things when he went to go get like MRIs done and everything. And, yeah. and even when it sings, there's everything's reacting, yeah. you know, and my poor, you know, my brother is doing good. You know, I, I don't want to make it like, because unfortunately, yeah, my brother hasn't played bass in over six years. He hasn't. And everything that's what's stemmed to the issues he's had, yeah. uh, he's not able to do music, you know, and he loves doing music. So now, you know, what's, what's his, but he has his children. He's doing great with that and his wife. And, and he's got like a million vinyls here at my house that I have to eventually bring to him. Well, he's going to have to come here and there's just too many, you know what I mean? The guy is like, he can open up his own record shop. I see. I see. Yeah. yeah, he loves, I mean, he loves his vinyls. It seems like every day I'm getting a package at the door. So, I mean, that guy is so into his vinyls. God bless him. I love him. Well, yeah, but he, it is the time, it is the time, time for it as well. You know, I'm, I'm sure someone like Troy has never sort of uh, stopped uh, collecting and listening, but uh, everyone seems to be interested in vinyl albums uh, these days. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you you talked a little bit about his uh, his uh, shoulder or or arm injury because I wanted to mention that, of course, that that um, uh, to ask you about you know how his situation is and if he has the opportunity to be involved with your music in any of your bands in any way or yeah. I mean, I mean, I would love to have him, but you know, but uh, it's unfortunately, I think you know. My brother, he had the ulnar nerve entrapment surgery. So basically what happened was he was lifting, he was doing bicep curls. Yep. And basically what ended up happening is the bone crushed his funny bone nerve, the ulnar nerve. I see. And so he was not getting, he was dealing with muscle atrophy and he wasn't getting any feeling with his left hand. Yeah, I mean, so even the hardest thing for him was just to hold down one note, you know, and go like this, because it would just kind of, it just light him up. Yeah. So he did go to a Stanford doctor. He went and had this surgery, uh, the ulnar nerve entrapment surgery. And these guys think they can play God to you. You know what I mean? They should have, I mean, he was in in so much pain and believing that the Stanford doctor is going to help him. He's yeah. like telling him, oh, yeah, you'll be playing. You'll be doing this and that. And when you hear that. But, you know, the only thing I can recommend is just go. <laughs> you, you do want to get as many, go to as many doctors as possible. Yeah. You know, get many opinions, you know, of what's going on with your situation. But my brother was in, he, he was in so much pain. You know, I mean, lots of pain. Then he had the surgery done. They did uh, release the entrapment, but the problem is he's never got the strength back. Mm. You know what I mean? And when he was trying to play and everything, Zero Hour was done because we were like, you know, he, he couldn't do a lot nope. of certain things. That's that was, it. you know, and then uh, 
we did do abnormal thought patterns and he could work around the situation a little bit. And he did yep. the same with synthesis, but just when you thought he was taking a step forward, it, it would take two steps back. So yeah. it was doing the reverse effect. And I know, I mean, he went as, as far as he could with it. I mean, and it just, I remember we did our uh, one show together. I mean, we did do a tour with abnormal thought patterns, but he couldn't be part of it. We found out at the end that he yeah. wasn't, but he came out on the road with us and sold merchandise, things like that. But you know, uh, we did our last show and it was a great show. It was like, he felt so great. And, and it, we had a great crowd. The music was done perfectly. We were real stoked. And my brother was like, I think I'm going to be okay. You know, yeah. I think this is going to, we're going to figure this one out. He gets hit again. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's just, so my brother, yeah, I, I, I'm happy to say he's doing very well, though. Yeah. He's got his wife and his two children, and he's doing great. And uh, this is not like a sad story in the end. You know what I mean? But he absolutely, if my brother had a chance to he do music, he would yeah. do it. Yeah, it's yeah. just, but, yeah, it's, he's in a good place. And uh, he's also, he's my biggest supporter. My goodness, big supporter. Yeah, he's great. Well, I could, I can imagine, you know, doing that one step forward, two step back thing, thing all the yeah. time will sap your motivation for for that part of your life, you know, and 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 then things right. move move on with other parts of your life becoming important to you, and and so. But right. I I just wanted to hear because he's been a part of so many of the amazing albums that I love. So yeah, well, no, I'm glad I'm glad to hear that he's doing well. Uh, yeah. 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 No, he's he's doing great, man. He's yeah. doing great. So then, when you know, when you went started to work on this album, then was did you already had have in mind that you would use only Paul as the vocalist, or did you think that you would do something like last time that have like different people? No, I loved how Paul sounded. I, I was like, he's he's the right guy. Yeah. I love his voice. And I'm like, this is the guy, no doubt about it. <laughs> I mean, resist. Yeah, he. So. And it's nice because I mean we we again initially we were gonna have Troy sing the whole thing. I mean, but it just got to the point where he couldn't. Mm. So that's when, thank goodness, you know, Paul was great to help us out, and so was Eric. They were yeah. great to help us out. And yeah, so but no, Paul was like, I mean, when I heard the material with him and everything, it was just like, oh, I I want this guy to be the guy. Mm. And luckily we all had a great vibe and we enjoyed doing the stuff together, all the material with, with the members. And these are the four guys. We yeah. are, you know, with Paul, Brian and Marco and myself, you know, we're a dying planet and I love it. Yeah. Well, um, uh, then, then I feel it's natural to, to ask my next question, you know, is, is a dying planet a studio project only? Or could you imagine when when times when when you things become more hopefully better for for musicians to go out? Could you imagine going taking this crew out on the road and, and playing playing this music live? I would love to. I would love to. You know, um, obviously time will tell. See what we're going to do with everything. Well, uh, then, of course, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, we, it was kind of weird because initially, you know, with having my brother and then having the changes, but now we have the group of guys yeah. that we know we can. You know, and even uh, Marco and Brian helped me out. We did uh, the Sea of Tranquility Fest, you know, doing the Zero Hour song and everything. So, yeah, I mean, these guys, we, we could do it. You know, 
it, it, it will also be timing with everything and everything's right and we can make it happen, not have the issues we're having right now yes, in the course. world. Yeah. But uh, the second, but if you were to ask me from the first release, I would say, I don't know yeah. if this is going to be just a project thing or, you know, or, but we're a real band. And if the opportunity strikes itself that we could go do something, I, I'm in. Yeah, to do it so, because yeah. because I do feel like this is uh, the the first album had more of a feel of a, a like a, a a musical project or or something right. than this one yeah. has. So so do you feel like uh, like this new album feels like a natural continuation of of uh, facing the incurable, or do you feel like this is like a new step or a, like a a new thing for for the band? It's kind of bold. I mean, because in the weird sense, I mean, I love the material from the first album. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just that, that it, the only thing was then, obviously, uh, focus got a little divided. It stayed focused, of course, but obviously we were bringing other people in. It yeah. changed when Boy couldn't sing the whole thing. That obviously were, things didn't go accordingly to plan. Yeah. Okay, where this album did. You know what I mean? Where it felt like, okay, we know who the band is. Mm. And I don't think we're going to have any issues of what's going on. You know what I mean? So, yes, now it's got more of the feel of like, yes, we're a band. Yeah. Okay. And, and you know, um, so I think we had to go through the first steps of the first album and then to know exactly what this band is. Yeah. And it's been three years, right, since the debut. So right. did you did you start uh, like uh, immediately after the, fir- after the release of the de- debut album to write new stuff and work on or how old is the material on, on, on this new album? Yeah, no, I mean, it, you know, I, I started pretty quick. I, I'm, a, I'm a pretty fast writer, you know, when I want to put my mind to it and go to it. You know, I mean, as a matter of fact, if I was to tell you, you know, as of uh, last week, I mean, I finished writing and recording all of the guitars and keys for the next album. You know what I mean? So... We'll, wow. be, we'll be going on again. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't. And this was the time to do it. I mean, obviously, with everything going on now, if mm-hmm. we're back to the real world of everything, and I, I don't know, but I was just trying to make the most of this time right now, yeah. and and the ideas were just pouring out. So why not do it? So yeah, we will definitely have another release. You know, at this point, just knowing that we have the groundwork of everything, but. Obviously, it helps that we're very proud of when the skies are gray. I mean, yes, because you know, if you feel good about something, you're okay about diving into another album and getting into it. So, oh, yeah, because that was very rewarding to hear the ending result, you know, with this one. Well, it feels both both the way you're talking about it and, of course, listening to the, to the music itself, it feels like uh, Dying Planet is in a very good place right now. And like the found right. the foundation seems very strong for you guys to do you know whatever you want to do if it's more music right. or if it's a live live performance yeah. or whatever right I think we've tested the waters enough to know where we stand as a group and uh, we're comfortable with all you know so yeah absolutely yeah we're we're on a good path right now we're 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 on the high so we'll just, hopefully it just stays on that you know bands are it, there's a lot of work in bands but yeah. right now we're we're in a real good place 
If you are enjoying this interview, please head over to theprogspace.com for more reviews, articles, pictures and interviews all about progressive music. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. theprogspace.com Glad to hear that. You know, uh, I mentioned in the in- introduction that uh, I consider you and your brother, of course, to be uh, like veterans of American progressive uh, metal. Right. So I want to, so I want yeah. to so sort of pick your mind a little because I'm, you know, being a, a old school prog metal nerd myself. I've, sure. I wanted to ask yeah. you, you know, uh, when did you your interest in produ- progressive music start, and what were sort of the first bands and artists that you found within the genre and that like inspired you to to create this type of music yeah my brother was just a huge rainbow fan so i mean when you heard like richie blackmore's rainbow and stargazer a jam like that just opens like your your ears and you're like wow listen to this you know i mean it's 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 saying something it's not just a regular song that's just got a verse chorus this and that you know it was it was telling a story. Yeah. You know, I mean, you were lost in, and uh, Ryan James vocals still to me, the best metal vocalist ever. Yeah. Uh, I agree with you. Yeah. He just tells the story and uh, you get lost into it. And gosh, you know, just so many great attributes. I mean, obviously you have the amazing riffing of uh, Richie Blackmore, but it's like even the, and Cozy Powell and all these guys, but even the ending where it's like that, 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 where you have Tony yeah. Carey doing it. I mean, yeah, the keyboard part just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so money and it's like, you either get it or you don't, you know? And and of course, me being a a big Pink Floyd fan and um, also, you know, there's also a lot of elements where my brother and I listen to a lot of Pat Metheny and, you know, and you hear a lot of his long, um, I guess you get the long songs that he has on his material, I've always gravitated to. So, um, and I don't know, to me, there's very, a lot of prog elements into that with him and like I, I agree. You know, there's a lot of this, this, uh, what can you say, technicality that comes from jazz fusion that, that sort of, you know, the, I wanted to ask about that, you know, because, because with Zero Hour, of course, you were, uh, I would say, a very, like, impressively technical and the instrumentation was very impressive. So where did you, where did the inspiration for, for that side of your playing come from? You know, I, I, you try going back and it's like, I, I, I mean, we loved music right off the bat. My dad being a huge Elvis Presley fan. So mm. that was being played in the house all the time. And my mom was more the she's a hippie where she was Jimi Hendrix, Pink Floyd, things like that. So it's a lot of great music going on in our house. And yeah, I, you know, gosh, hopefully I'm not going off on from what you're asking question wise, but um, could you repeat that question again? <laughs> I'm going to kind of fall into my own no. here. <laughs> That's okay. I'm happy. Right here. I'm, I'm happy as long as you're talking, man. But but uh, <laughs> what I was asking is, I said, you know, it's is quite impressive the technicality of your music, you know, the the, 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 the technical metal part. And, and what I sort of was... L- a little bit like trying to hint that you know you know you got these bands like Watchtower or Voivod or stuff right. like that were were bands like that ever an inspiration to you guys or did that 
part come out of other places? You know, I mean, uh, you know, I like Watchtower. You know, and I know Ron. Ron and I, I mean, great guy and things like that. He, I even got them on the festival uh, for Headway. I was the one that oh, get them right over the yeah. So, I mean, um, and it was so funny. I ran into Ron. He's like, oh, yeah, that's right, right? And I'm like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's so funny. But, um, no, uh, basically, I was around, you know, growing up. But Troy was really into the technical side. Yeah. He and, and and I mean I got into it too, but I was like, you know, but Troy was looking, you know, he was really into Fates Warning yeah. and bands like that, you know. What I mean, uh, and I was into bands like Blue Murder, you know. What I mean, I really loved yeah. John Sides and things. So my brother and I have that kind yeah. of thing going on, but we also were huge Shrapnel Records fans, you know. What I mean, where you had all the great players coming out, Jason exactly, Beck. Paul Gilbert, Richie Cox, and Greg, all the list goes on and on. Those, I mean, Mike Barney really had an ear for some amazing he players. He did. And then I was around some great musicians at the same time, you know, who were really into that. And I was the guy just asking all the questions. How do you do all this stuff? You know, I mean, I was, and my brother was just way ahead of me at that time with all that stuff. You know, what I mean, and I, so my brother was really the person that kind of, you know, he, he he would find from somewhere, but then of course he would always share it with me. Yeah. And Dream Theater, I mean, obviously when Images of Words came out, I mean, everybody was. Uh, that yeah. was the goods. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like Dream Theater is the goods. Yeah. You know what I mean? People might want to. They're the. <laughs> They're the best at it. They really are. You know what I mean? I'm such a fan. You know what I mean? They're, they're fantastic. And it's amazing that they're still just just bringing it every yeah. time. And they have, this is who we are. Boom. This you know, we're we coming do. out of the gates and giving you all we got. You know what I mean? And I love it. I mean, uh, they're a fantastic group. So, I mean, yes, we were into all those bands. And, of course, there was other bands along the way that you enjoy. But, yeah, technical we did, yeah, especially my brother. He was really into the technical <laughs> yeah, the, He thing. was the big, yeah. yeah because yeah. I was I was thinking about your two uh, solo albums, of course. You have a Night's Pulse from two, right. 2000, right. right? And then there was an album called Seduction in 2005. And I feel like in those albums, maybe you hear a little bit of a different side of your songwriting right. or whatever. There's that John Sykes thing. Exactly. You know, I mean? you know Neil Sean, I'm a, Journey is one of my favorite bands and I love Neil Sean and I love melody. You know, I mean, just like when doing the lyrics, you know, and the melody lines for this album. I mean, that's, I love that stuff. So, yeah, um, you know, I love Joe Castriani. I love, I mean, there's so many guys to be inspired by. And then, yeah, for me, it's like with abnormal thought patterns, it was like, yeah, throwing everything exactly. at the kids. You know, you know what I mean? It's at you. But uh, I love that. I love things that just where you could just, you could relax at night and, Oh my goodness! Sorry about this. Where you can relax. Oh my goodness! Now everything goes crumbling down. Let's try this again. That's what happens there. See? That's okay, my mechanic man. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, I, I almost got a little off there with everything. Where were we at? Sorry. Yeah, I, we were talking about your your oh, solo albums. Yeah. Gotcha. 
Um, and I just wanted a night sounding something that's got really nice, easy vibe to it yeah. and everything. Just, I, I, I love hearing melody, you know what I mean? And that's got nothing but melody to it. So, yeah. uh, that's what I wanted. I love when, you know, you hear Neil Sean, he just, he could hit a note, David Gilmore, these guys, nice. John Sykes, Gary Moore, yeah. these guys, you know, they they could just say something in one note that all these other guys are doing a million notes on it, and, and we can't get it. Those guys just have it. It's just something in their DNA, and it's the way they have that feel with the guitar, that relationship, you know, the way they have that question and answer. And it's a uh, quite amazing and of course i mean i love the guys like jason becker marty yeah, freeman yeah, yeah. and everything if you get your mix in there great but yeah i'm i'm just a fan of music yeah. so if i'm going to do something i'd like to make bands or whatever i'm doing different from each other you know and just That's not true. anybody's saying oh this is i mean i i heard a couple people say that synthesis was like zero hour and i just was like come on there's not even one double bass part in all of synthesis not one and if i'm not mistaken you know zero hours very double bass driven i mean just that's one element you know what i mean and but that's you know that's you know you have these things yeah i think people are very quick to latch on to whatever similarities they hear so, for instance, there, you know, they, they might hear the same kind of vocal, vocal style, and suddenly to them it's the same. But I think, you know, when you dive deeper into it, it's clearly that it's not the same. So, But a follow-up then yeah. to, to your, your talking about your solo albums, you know, since they are come from like a, a different side of your musical psyche or whatever, do you would you consider doing more solo stuff in the vein of your, your two solo albums? You know, I this one came about just because of the pandemic. Yeah. I mean, I, I really, even though people kept asking about it and everything like that, I was like, <laughs> it, it's a nice thought because I would like to do it, but it's not my priority. Mm. I The bands are my priority, yeah. you know, and as I do love doing that style of music, you know, I mean... Uh, I mean, I, I, I started getting into jazz with my playing and everything, and... and um, Obviously, I figured out real quick, even though I was learning, like, you know, when everybody goes through the steps, you know, doing Coltrane stuff and Charlie Parker and all this stuff. And I I went to go, you know, then I went to go see Russell Malone and Mark Whitfield play. These guys play on separate and and they're just so amazing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah. is ever to do something like this. You know, I'm. I'm a progressive guitar player, number yeah. one. That's it, you know, and I love the metal side. I mean, I got my Iron Maiden shirt on. I mean, exactly. that's where we're at, you know? So, yeah, so uh, music finds you, yeah. but there's just so much to explore and you'll never, you'll never stop exploring. And that's why, I mean, I, I see a lot of guys, I mean, who was it even, you know, you have Chuck Berry who was still at the end playing and still doing his dance and everything yeah, we yeah, talked about. Yeah. Music makes you feel young, man. And music gives you so much. It, it keeps me very balanced. Yeah, it's very, person. it's very invigorating. I, I agree with you. And you know, uh, I want to ask then. You know, I, you know, of course, I want to get back to talking a little bit about zero hour towards the end here. But I think, I think yeah, people, I think people who are a fan of you uh, would probably be upset at me if I didn't ask about uh, the excellent uh, synthesis 
and of course abnormal thought patterns you know the last right. uh, album from synthesis was re-evolution i think that was 2013 and then with yeah. abnormal thought patterns you released an album in 2015 altered states of consciousness Right, and right, right, right. so I'm so I'm wondering, can fans of these projects hope to hear anything more from them? Because of course I know, understand that you're very busy with both uh, Dying Planet and as we're gonna touch on again, Zero Hour yeah. is happening again as well. Absolutely, those are, well, how I see it with that, yeah, there is another. I mean, it was recorded so long ago. I mean, we have the guitars, keys, vocals all done for the third synthesis and this oh, has really? been like forever though we're talking like over six five six years ago oh. you know this been, but eventually we'll get it's not my priority though because no. i mean uh you know there's zero hour and the dying planet is my priority and i i'm very pleased being in that you know i mean the rest is just yeah that's what <laughs> If for some reason I was like, say, like I've had things done with these bands and I'm like itching just to do something, that will be that sort of thing, right? Um, because, you know, there's yeah, there are going to be things that are obviously priority to you that you of enjoy more. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I enjoyed Synthesis, you know, for but, you know, my brother's not in it, you no. know, and then I I mean, and of course you could say like, but I mean, there's there's reasons why, as later on, I'm sure you're going to ask me, was there hour and things like that, that, that where things kind of evolved again for all that. Yeah. Um, but I don't have, like, and Synthesis was cool, and, and I, I really enjoyed the two releases we had. I'm very, very happy with those. Um, but there's no doubt I'm happier with where I'm at right now. Yeah, well, I think that's natural then to to jump along to to zero hour because I know there's a lot of fans out there that are have been hoping ever since uh, you know Dark Deceiver was released and that that's right. quite a few year years ago that that the band would would at one point come together or release new music again and now you are sort of moving uh, again since since We're last year. Right now. Yeah. We're mixing right now. That so it's so good man yeah i'm really excited about it yeah i'm very very happy to hear that as as a big yeah. ba fan of the band uh, myself but um i see fans you know there's the band, a I'll just, i'm sorry not to cut you off but fans of the uh, who were tower fans and everything yeah they're they're gonna be so stoked man i mean because it's just it's it man i mean i wish i could play it for you right now <laughs> we're, we're all on a, a big high about it man it's uh we you're gonna ask about the guys and I, i'm gonna be happy to talk about them that's well, what I, that's what i wanted to talk about next because of course there's a, yeah. a partly at least a new lineup right uh and you have right. uh, eric uh, back on vocals now is isn't that right, right. yeah so right. who who's the lineup now and and what can you tell me about these guys you're you're playing with now yeah well, we have like probably one of the most amazing, I mean, of course I'm going to be biased, but I really feel this way. They have one of the most amazing rhythm sections. And I mean, and you know, uh, if there was a guy to do, you know, 
going, I'm going to just go kind of from the beginning of how, how things came together because it seems like I could go off the curve with all this stuff because so many things come to your head when it comes to of this course. stuff. Of let's, course. Let's, let's hear it from the start. Yeah. So basically, my brother just kept saying, hey, why don't you just reform Zero yeah. Hour? Why don't you do it? He said, no, you're not in it. Why is, you know, the process and everything? And then there was a time I went to go visit him. And uh, he said, you know, I don't see why you just don't reform the band. And I said, yeah, well, okay. And then I was like, that's enough of that. But then uh, that same trip, I went to go see Rule's band. Uh, they were performing in Moscow. And uh said, hey, man, I'm going to come see your band. And he said, dude we got to meet up let's you know i got vip for you come on let's you know and and so i met up with him and he's such a great guy and my god is that guy such a great drummer yeah he fantastic. Is just so, so good and what happened is then rule being the great guy he is to say hey man you do zero hour you know or anything like that or if you have something going on uh, I'll, I'll do it i would i said it that was the first. So if anybody wants to thank anybody, it's Roll. Nice. You know, I mean, he's the guy that got me. You know, you. And of course, my brother too, but it happened all in the same sequence. And I'm like, well, I wasn't thinking about it before, but I just know this guy is the perfect guy. Yeah. Because he's just so passionate about music like I am. You know, whenever I talk to Rule, he's just so passionate. And then... He then mentioned, uh, and I, it's so crazy because then I have my buddy, Wayne Joyner, who does all these amazing things for like Dream Theater. I mean, he's, I love that guy. He's one of my best friends. He's one of my biggest supporters, even when I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. And he's a dude. You know, Zero Hour is a legendary band, man. What's going on? You know what I mean? And I, so I love Wayne. But, and he mentioned even, it was so crazy that, he said, you know, the bass player you should get, man, yeah. is Andrea. He is, you know, your brother is insane. So you need an insane guy. Exactly. And there's, he's the guy. He's the perfect fit. You know, yeah. if you're going to have somebody go, because Troy was, yeah, I was like, how are we going to have somebody That's it. with Troy? That's it, right, yeah. And, it, and so I heard that, but then... Uh, but I didn't even think much about it and, and because I was like, well, the guy's, you know, doing his thing and, yep. you know, I don't know. But then Rule said, hey, man, I'm going to reach out to Andreas. I'm like, wow, this is like so weird. Like this is all happening like this right yeah. now. You know what I mean? It's just like it's something's being thrown at me to take and, and just grab hold of it and run with it. You know what I mean? It's what was happening. I mean, it, it was just happening. <laughs> organically like yeah. this and i said yeah go ahead and talk to that guy bro <laughs> i was like go ahead let's see let's see what's happening and then uh i i talked to andreas and man what a a great guy so humble and and a just a, a real class act and man we we, we came like let's do this and Rule was great because he says, hey, I believe in this project, yeah. Andreas. I, we should do this. Yeah, you I should be involved in this. And then, uh, so, and I'll tell you, man, it, I gave them the music, and these guys just poured their hearts out and knocked it out so quick. I mean, I was like, 
what are what's going on right now? This is just having this amazing flow of everything. And I did reach out to Eric and uh, see, and I skipped something because then Eric posted something on Facebook saying he put up. Uh, oh my gosh, I'm so terrible with the titles of our songs that I'm going to. It's the fourth song off of Towers of Avarice, the the clean song where he does an amazing reflections reflections he did reflections and he posted that up and he said anybody need a singer ha 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 and i'm like what what the fuck am i doing yeah yeah this has got to be a thing here so i contacted eric i said hey eric craziest thing here i'm thinking about forming zero hour again and I got some guys who were great. Thing is, I'm not going to do it if we're not going to support the album by like playing live. What, yeah. I mean, I want to do everything. I don't want to say we're just going to throw a re- record out there and that's it. I said, if you're interested in doing an album and performing live, then cool. If not, no worries, man. Yeah, yeah. It's all good. I mean, I'm just kind of, and he said, yes. Yes, let's do it. And this is where we came to, you know what I mean? And we got in the studio and I was like, these guys, I mean, especially, you know, Rule and, and Andres, they just, they motivated me so much. Yeah. And God bless them for that. They were fantastic. So they brought this musical journey uh, just to the highs, man. You know what I mean? And it's just going to, I can't wait for everybody to hear that. I mean, I have two releases I'm so proud of to be at the same yeah. time. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously it's going to come out later, but man, do we have a planet? And I'm like, and, and they're different, you know, yeah. it's just like, I feel like I'm bringing the best of both worlds for what, what I have. And this, it's just great, man. Yeah. It's musically things are just, they're popping right now. So is, is there, is there a timetable at all? You know, a little hint for the fans to when, when we can hope to hear some zero hour music again. We, uh, I can't announce everything and there will be announcements made Yeah, and they're all very positive announcements. Yeah. They, this will be, I'm gathering somewhere in November is when we'll start announcing things mm-hmm. because there will have to be the process of also a dying planet deserves. Yeah. Needs its, its space. You yeah. Bring, yeah. You know what I mean? This is a great album and it's this is this, this is what I'm about right now. And then I'm yeah. excited that we're going to be, so we're pushing this. And then at I, early uh, next year is yeah. when you'll see zero hour out for sure. Well, for sure. Well, I think that's, that's a, a great note to end it on. You know, now I think right. people can enjoy soon this, uh, this uh, new uh, Dying Planet album out on September the 17th. And then yeah. towards the end of the year, maybe we'll hear some news, and and next year we might have a new Zero Hour uh, album to enjoy. So, so hear, yeah. I, I I definitely know you'll hear news at the end of the year, yeah. and we will have that out early in yeah. yeah. It, it'll be, it'll all come together. Yeah. No, we're 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 far in the mixing process right now. So it, and you just have to coordinate things. Once things are coordinated, I yeah. mean, it will come together. Yeah. 
Well, thank you so much for being on the Prog Talks you, with man. me, Jason. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you guys out there listening and watching, you should, of course, all follow uh, Jason and Dying Planet and Zero Hour on all their social medias. There will be links in the description, like always. And I also uh, highly recommend you to check out uh, When the Skies Are Grey, when the album drops on the 17th of September. You know, I'm guessing you can listen to it on all streaming services. Or even better, support the guys. Go to Bandcamp, buy the album. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's definitely it. worth it. Yeah. We ordered it on, uh, uh, with Lifeforce Records, who have been yeah. amazing to us. So, yeah. So, go and listen, get it, get support the band, get the music. And as always, you know, thanks for watching the show. Give us a like and a subscription if you enjoy what we're doing. Uh, it helps us. Until next time, stay safe and keep spreading that prog-log. The Prog Talks, produced by the Prog Space. Main host, Rune Belsvik-Renos. Produced by Rune Belsvik-Renos, Vanessa and Matthias Kirsch. All graphics and animations by Vanessa Kirsch. Intro theme by Giuseppe Negri. Outro theme by Zach Munovitz. This was the Prog Talks by the Prog Space. See you in a week.